Father, we thank you for your grace and your mercy that you've given us throughout this week. Uh, we're in the midst of so much, uh, so many headlines, so many things going on in this world. Uh, it started with a pandemic and it's just spiraled into a slew of uh, many different things. And the human life is at the center of each one. And we, we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity, for this platform to be able to speak to people. We ask that, God, that you would give us the objective truth and the wisdom to be able to address all these things in such a way that it will bring honor to you and it will be uh, an encouragement to other people that listen in. Let it challenge us. Let it challenge the way we live. Let it challenge the way that we treat people. Let it challenge the, the very ways that we interact with each other. We love you. We give you all glory and honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Welcome everybody. This is Beyond the Walls. You're here with me, young brother, better preach. Harry, I'm here with my man, one. You. D. You. Rico. Like I said. And Wendy. Hello, hello. We're here. Back at it again with another Corona edition. Is Corona still going on? Because ain't nobody talking about it no more. It's going on, baby. <laughs> Good question. We're, we're back at it again uh, with another home edition uh, to bring you guys the latest and what's going on in this world. And there's a lot. There's a lot going on in this world right now. And it's centered, uh, uh, it's centered around the, the issue of human life, in particular, black lives yeah. that matter. And that's being uh, spewed out all over the airways right now. And it feels pretty good. feels pretty good to see so many different people proclaiming that. Um, I want to know what your thoughts on uh, what, uh, what's been happening this week. We have the plight of Ahmad Arbery, which happened uh, February 23rd. We have Breonna Taylor. And we have uh, George Floyd. And uh, all these three things are the... Uh, the, 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 the spark that shot off such a movement of protest and everyone putting their hands in the pot to, to attack this thing we call systemic racism. Yeah. Uh, I was real excited this week about this. I want to know how y'all are feeling about everything that's going on. Um, I could say for myself, uh, you know, just quick and swift, you know, it, in the beginning of the week is very heavy, like the emotions, the uh, just the feeling towards everything, um, things being resurfaced again, uh, you know, people calling out the murders that happened, um, police brutality, uh, people putting out their own stories of police brutality, and just everybody putting that out together was pretty much heavy for you to kind of mm. like get that every day through social media, through uh, the media or news. Are you hearing of that? And then you're just feeling, you know, just just that heavy burden. Yeah. You're not able to do anything at all at the moment. And then to fast forward to the protest that's been happening and people coming together, um, black, white, brown, no matter what color, um, and going out there very, uh, um, like, Passionately. Like, passionately, yeah. Going organized. out there. Organized. Exactly. Um, despite with, you know, some of the looting stuff or whatever, which at the same time, people were controlling that as well. Um, mm. You could see that through various sources. But um, but I, it was great to see. I'm not saying that everything is all good and dandy now, 
but it was compared to the beginning of the week till now, it, it was a beautiful experience to see all these photos, um, people sharing all the histories that they never knew or all that stuff. It was really encouraging to see uh, what's going on. And I, I believe we have, um, we have a long ways to go, but it's great to see what's going on. There. Absolutely. Um, before we continue, I wanted to give just a quick um, background uh, on why we stand where we stand today in 2020 um, with respect to the uprisings, the protesting, and the general disorder in the streets. Um, there are three contributing killings uh, that sparked this current outrage. Um, these three particular killings represent hundreds of years of abuse and un, let's see, um, unaccounted for, uh, <laughs> unaccounted for mistreatment of black people in specifically. Um, Ahmed Arbery, uh, February 23rd, uh, his killers have all officially been charged with first degree murder. Um, this is after months of silence. Hmm. Uh, there was a video that ironically was released by one of the people currently charged. Uh, his name is uh, William Rowdy Bryan. Uh, he was the third gentleman who, when you see the cell phone video of Arbery's Arbet murder, he's the one who filmed it. Mm -hmm. uh, this past week, there was a, a probable cause hearing and it went, um, I guess everybody on this call would agree favor favorably because the investigator testified um, mm -hmm. that as he was investigating, um, the third gentleman, again, William Roddy Bryan, explained that, yes, the, uh, the two uh, shooters, let me get their names, excuse me. Um, the, is it McMichaels? Yeah, Travis McMichael and his father, mm -hmm. Richard McMichael, uh, after shooting, um, excuse me, before shooting Ahmed Arbery, they actually hit him with his truck. After shooting Ahmed Arbery, Travis McMichael, the younger of, of the two, uh, was uh, standing above the body and called him an effing nigger. Um, there's also, uh, and it hasn't been confirmed, but I believe the daughter of Richard, excuse me, his name is Richard McMichael. Her, his daughter posted the body of Ahmed Arbery on Snapchat. Wow. Can we, right. can we just time off for a second? What? Do you understand the level of disgustingness that has to run through your veins mm -hmm. for you to hit a man with your truck, shoot him, your child is present, Mm. Then your other child is posting this picture like wow. you just shot a freaking deer or something. Look at this great catch we we got. Lynching. Like, do you what has to run through your veins? And then you go to sleep for February, March, April, May for three months. Mm. Three months you sleep well at night. Mm. Like nothing is wrong. Like you you didn't have to go to mass to confess your sins. Well, I don't know what they did in their closed doors, but you slept so well mm -hmm. and your buddy shared this to clear you of any wrongdoing. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, this is what we did. There was nothing like what? Yeah. 
it's Sorry. important to notice. It's important to note as well that it's not that in the last couple of weeks a ton of new evidence hmm. had come to light. The evidence we're looking at now is what was available at the time of this murder. The mistake that this third gentleman named uh, again made was releasing this video under the false impression that it would clear. <laughs> Um, he thought it was going to help his voice. And, so, and, and, and just to be clear, the first prosecutor who said nothing to see here is now being investigated. They then decided, you know what, let's bump it up a level. But they couldn't choose any of these people because they all had conflict of interest. And that's how it ended up, again, in a black female's hand. She's a state She's currently looking at the case and obviously this last probable cause hearing made it impossible not to charge these gentlemen. There's a couple of developments since. Georgia has no hate crime law. Mm. That's a weird thing, but it is what it is. So mm. there is wow. out. if you could sign it, that would be great. Uh, calling for federal hate crime charges to be filed against these two gentlemen. Uh, less than a month later, Breonna Taylor, shortly before, May, uh, excuse me, uh, shortly before, Midnight is in her home in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, a warrant is served on her home. There's been a little bit of confusion, so I just wanted to clear this up. There was um, two addresses listed on this for this warrant to be served upon. Her address was indeed on there, but it wasn't. It, it was uh, because quote unquote occupants of the home had packages delivered there, so that's why her address was there. So should I stop my Amazon from coming to the house? Should I like get to a PO box? Because they like they, they come pretty much every day. They come for for any reason whatsoever. Again, I just want to provide a little bit of clarity. The police officers entered this home, and the male occupant of the home uh, returned. Uh, excuse me. Plus back what he thought was <laughs> appropriately thought was uh, um, uh, burglary. It turned out to be the police. The police ended up killing Breonna Taylor in her mm -hmm. own home. Yep. Um, the uh, male occupant was actually arrested. Um, all charges have since been dropped. The police officers in that home, uh, excuse me, the police officers in this particular killing have not been charged. There is a call to have this case investigated, but that was on March 13th. Real quick, really quick, Rico. Yeah. Right. Um. And what I just read, I read um recently about this as well. Yeah. That um, the suspects that they were after were yep. already in police custody prior to them raiding that. Right. Uh, I, yeah. Yeah. Great point. That's a great point. Um. You know, I guess the response to that would be these particular officers didn't know that at the time. Yada yada. Blah blah blah. In any event a completely innocent person is now dead. Yeah, sure. uh, not because they were in the wrong place at the wrong time, not because they uh, acted funny, not because of any of these things. They literally woke up to their door being kicked in and, and now she is dead. Uh, we now go to May 25th, um, Minneapolis, Minnesota. George Floyd has, is visiting apparently a liquor store he's at all the time. Um, and a counterfeit, they say a counterfeit $20 bill was used and the police have been called. Um, the, the last moments of George Floyd's life, um, when it was taken was with, uh, former officer Derek Chauvin 
uh, on his neck for eight minutes and 47 seconds as George Floyd narrated his death. During this video, there are two officers on George Floyd's uh, uh, legs and back, and there is a fourth officer keeping the crowd demanding that they let off George Floyd's neck at bay. Um, and this is when uh, George Floyd is killed. An ambulance shows up, two police officers get out of the back of the ambulance, load, load George Floyd's body into the ambulance, and the ambulance drives away. Uh, um, let's took, not forget, they did they, uh, beat him inside the vehicle before he was on the floor. Mm. Yeah, and then uh, uh, it took a few days, uh, but George, uh, excuse me, Derek Chauvin was arrested and charged with third degree murder. A few days after that, they arrested the final three officers and upgraded Derek Chauvin's um, charges to second degree murder and the other officers to accessories. Um, when the world, when the video of George Floyd's murder began to travel around the world, uh, people rightfully decided uh, coronavirus be damned, pandemic be damned, this right. cannot stand. And as of now, this afternoon, there have been protests in all 50 states. That is the first time that has ever as well as 18 countries around the world. Um, and we now stand in a place in which I don't know when they end. And uh, in my opinion, they should continue on until we see immediate change. I hope they never end. <laughs> bro. Can I tell y'all? It's wild, bro. I was telling I was telling Wendy this uh, earlier, and she'll she'll be on to give you her two cents on that. But I was going to say, at I, I'm pretty sure we've all used this uh, this phrase before. Is yo look at all the white people? Like mm. when you've walked into your first day of college class, mm. when you walk into a room of business, when you've walked mm. into a, a restaurant, when you like that's the first, and you've never used that in a positive connotation, ever. I've never mm -hmm. used it in a positive connotation. Yep. When I was watching WPRI news, mm. when I was watching the news and I saw protest protesters stomp in the yard at the state house in front of the Providence Place Mall, mm -hmm. I say, yo, look at all the white people, man. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> I was so souped. Yeah. I was like, like literally, I was dreading our next few episodes because I felt like our next few episodes were just going to be draining, depressing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, episodes about another one of our people who share our melanin, yep. who have been gunned down, who've been beaten or choked or whatever without justice. And then now through this week, all these protests, it literally has invigorated my sense of mm -hmm. like, like, it's it, it just reinvigorated me to be able to speak on it because now I feel like we're not the only ones carrying this burden. Yeah. I feel like other people are carrying it too and it's like lifted a load off of us. Yo, when I saw them, when I saw Black Lives Matter sprawled out in Washington, D.C., yeah. in yellow letters, man, Word. heading to the White House, man, that's so big, yo. Another great thing, which is perfect and it sounds bad, but yo, they're finding these people that's making a mockery of Black Lives Matter, 
social media has been on fire. Finding these people, getting them fired. Uh, 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 there's this dude called Bike Tyson. I don't know if you guys heard of him. No. They were putting up pictures of George Floyd, this little white girl and her mother, white Caucasian. This 60-year-old man was on a bike path. They're putting up pictures. He's, he's grabbing it from them, grabbing it from them. Guys, the guy didn't have his wallet out, okay? The guy didn't have no identification. They found him, bro. And now wow. he's being charged with second-degree assault. On a wow. Right. No, too. They're not put- playing. Black Twitter's not here's, playing, here's, bro. Here's my favorite part. Here's my favorite part of all these, right? It's the it's the it's the cycle of over the top, super emotional, super disrespectful act mm-hmm. released online. Then the person gets caught, and then the apology. It's my favorite cycle of all. So yeah, you know this guy. Uh, and you, do you know how filled with hate you have to be to go after a white child the way this yeah, guy? Yeah, bro, it's crazy. He has since been like like one said. He's since been charged. He's also released a um, a statement through his lawyer, who he is deeply filled with remorse. He's super sorry. <laughs> he can't believe he's embarrassed. He's ashamed. And he's Shout also out Drew Brees. He's also been fired. He's also bro. Fired. I, I like the um. I like how uh. I really do appreciate how everyone is being exposed. It definitely is refreshing to see other people fight the cause. Um. I remember listening to, I can't remember what interview I was listening to, but they were kind of relating this to the same thing that's going on with women and sexual predators and so, so forth, right? Mm-hmm. If that's happening, the woman and the man is not speaking about it, then everybody, oh, that's just them. The woman, you know, that's how women are. They always, you know, they're dressing this way, they're dressing that way. But if we're not going to speak up on their behalf saying, listen, this is how we were brought up to kind of yeah. treat them this way. And so, you know, it's really refreshing to hear other people kind of jump in and chime in. Friends as well. Um... Why do we think now it's catching on like wildfire? Like Rico mentioned earlier and that we've been seeing every single state along with 18 other countries just now starting to jump in to see what's going on. Why do we think everybody's chiming in now? I w- well, Wendy, if you wanna. I hope it's because everyone is tired of the same repetitive thing and maybe we are so many generations removed that this newer generation that is that um is interacting more with black people um interacting i'm seeing more injustice um you know there was that video of the girl educating her parents and her parents what you know was just oh they're animals and da, da, da. she's like no that's not why like do you know like the systematic um oppression and racism that they deal with like there's a reason why they live in these areas um right it's systematic there are laws they were there were laws put in place there are still laws just when the whole subprime market you know collapsed found black people working ridiculous and loans and you know this all so i'm hoping that the reason why there are so many allies now is because they're becoming upset and fed up i i hope i pray i think it's a perfect storm i think i don't think this all would be happening if not for corona for sure 100 i think auntie rona is a big reason why because like to be honest with you i have to be i have to be very very honest like yes the burden of the black man 
and a black woman is very heavy upon us, but it's not necessarily the everyday burden that we deal. It's like a burden that we pick up every time another video comes out or every time another situation happens. But the burden of the everyday is work, getting the bills paid and getting our, getting our children the things that they need to be provided for or getting ourselves the things that we need to, to, to provide for our, our home and for our, our well-being. And so that's the everyday burden. And so I feel like Corona sort of negated that. It gave you no other choice. So when people really sat down and watched, it's not like they didn't agree with it. It's just now they have the energy to devote to it. 100%. If, uh, well, I if say Corona is not here, people, people are like, I really do think Black Lives Matter, but I have to go to work. That's it. That's it. And Dude, I, you, I, I, mean, I really feel like Corona, it, it just wiped out every... I, I can't, I, I don't want to call it an excuse because I feel like it's valid. I, it wiped out all the obstacles in our way to be able to come together and, 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 and go at this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a beautiful thing. All 50 states, all 50, 50 states have protests in it. That would <laughs> never have happened if Corona was not happening. I yeah. totally, wholeheartedly believe that. Yeah. D, just to give you um, my perspective on it, I don't, I don't um, discount the impact of Corona, right? Um, for me, I've been looking at it and I think of it uh, much like a, uh, an earthquake, right? What is an earthquake? An earthquake is a shifting of tectonic plates. What's happening beneath the surface is constantly shifting just a little bit. Mm -hmm. Scientists are saying, hey, look, you live above a fault line. There's certain things going on underneath the fault line. And for most of us on a day-to-day -day basis, we're kind of like, eh. I know, but you know, I, just like Harry said, I got to get over here. There's basketball practice over here. The mm -hmm. I got to open up the building. Oh yeah, there's a baby shower and the shifts are happening. Mm -hmm. They're happening nonetheless. The scientists are looking at it and they're saying, hey, we need to be careful. We need to be careful. And sometimes that shift is so large, it don't matter what else is going on. We're going to mm -hmm. address this now. Yeah. So. Colin Kaepernick's kneeling. He's like, hey, he's one of these scientists. Listen, there's something going on out there. We need to address it. Online, from time to time, people will post, yo, justice for yada yada. They had something bad happen. The shift is happening. We're all going, you know what? That is important, but I got to go. I got to go. I got to go do this. I got to do that. Yeah. And then there's a shift that's so large that you cannot ignore. Mm -hmm. So even now, right? Uh, uh, Ahmed Arbery's murdered. Oh man, that's terrible. Rihanna uh, Taylor's murdered. Oh man, that's awful, man. Uh, uh, Amy Cooper calls the police on on Chris Cooper in the park because he said, "Hey, get your dog on a leash." She says, "I'm gonna <laughs> tell them." Wendy's eyes just rolled. Anyway, go ahead. Right? And we all go. We all go. Hey, this is terrible. And then we see a video of a man being murdered while calling for his dead mother, right? Mm -hmm. And now the shift is so large that regardless of what you had planned, guess what? Pandemic, okay, oh well. Yeah. Can't ignore it. Yeah. And so where we stand on June 7, 2020 represents um, the earthquake that rocked the world. Now, the thing about it is California is a state with a ton of earthquakes it's still one of the most populated states in the world, which is to say, even with all the earthquakes, people are like, I'm gonna live here anyway. Yeah. What I'm hoping is 
this is a shift that's so so large that it causes a permanent change in the way um, policing is done in the United States. Getting people out of their seats. There is something I want to address real quick because women, specifically black women, have been marginalized in silence and we're doing it now. Wendy, feel free, please jump in and give your thoughts. Um, so I think we would be a little voiceless if we don't address you know, there are countless women dying daily, yearly, monthly, um, and we don't mention them as much as we mention the men. And, you know, the question in my female circles have been why, like, why, why do women's names get forgotten so easily? Mm-hmm. And one of um, the main, the, the most common answer has been, well, women who are fighting and crying for everyone. So, you know, if we're fighting and crying for the men and the women, the men aren't as vocal when Black women die. Mm -hmm. Uh, I sat down in preparation for this and was just, you know, looking at the list of women who have died. And the, the list is almost as long as, as, well, not, I'm not going to say almost as long. I, I, I would be playing myself, but it, it's still pretty long. It's still pretty long. The, um, the, I mean, improved police brutality, probably not as much as men, but there's definitely other areas where black women are dying at a drastic rate, especially medically. Yup. I, in, in 10 minutes, I got already 25 names of women who died by the hands of police. Mm. Right. That's too right. Much. That's just five. That was just five to 10 minutes of sitting down and searching. I'm sure if I sat down longer, I would have found more. That's, yeah. but see, one, like you said, you're, you're just like, probably not police brutality by medical, you know, which is true as well, but it's because it's not brought to the forefront. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, um, you know, we have this problem in our black communities where we have women are the most vocal in everything. Mm-hmm. Right. You're filled with women who are um, serving, um, but are not allowed to be leaders. Right. You have, you know, in, in every aspect, right, fields that will be male dominated once women be- can begin to enter those fields, the pay lessons, right, the value of that field lessons because women are um, now entering into that field. And so when we look into this, I mean, we can still call it civil rights. Like, I feel like we're still in the civil rights era because we still don't sure. have rights. Yeah. Um, forefront into um, making things be heard, be known, um, going into you know, social media and legislative office and things of that sort. And so when women are dying, you know, the men are not taking the lead. It's also the women. And so if you have, if you have when, when, when a black man dies, you have the women at the forefront. And then of course, now women are making her so the black man is going to get in back of like, this is another one of my brothers. So yeah. now you have a multitude. But when the black woman dies, it seems like it's only the black women who are still shouting like there is that same similar support from the black men and i think 
definitely a problem that um, it happens in different areas of the Black um, community where, you know, our Black men just don't have us as much as we have them. Mm. Uh, I'm not saying all, you know, I'm surrounded by a good bunch of Black men who always have have my back and my family's back, right? So I, I definitely would 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 be ignorant to say all black men support black women. But there is a majority excuse me, I'm gonna say majority. There is a good number of black men who don't support black women, who demean black women, who demoralize black women, but yet these black women are still there to stand up no matter what. Like you you are my black man and I'm gonna have your back. And so, you know, guys, what do you say about that? I mean, you you all you guys are married to black women. What do you say about this? Yo. Uh, now you go ahead, Harry. I think I think one of the factors to that is and like as you're speaking, I'm trying to run through my brain as to like because I try to make logical sense out of things. It's like, like when she, when she, when Wendy's speaking, I'm like, why is that? Like, like why, why was George Floyd the 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 straw that broke the camel's back to all of this? When I when I look at it, I feel like Breonna Taylor's plight is worse than George Floyd's as far as the circumstance. The mm -hmm. fact that they bum rushed her home looking for someone who was already in custody. Like the, 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 the sense of injustice is more weightier in that, in that story than it is in George Floyd's from what I'm seeing. And I think it's because something that we've done and I'm plugging one of the other episodes, I, I can't remember which episode it was, but Rico made a point about how when Ray Rice uh, was, was punished for, I think he was suspended two games for, uh, for uh, Ray Rice, Ray Rice. Girlfriend. Ray, Rice, Ray, Rice, Ray Rice violently attacked his girlfriend. Yes. He they was got arrested for it. He was brought in, right. He was brought into the NFL offices. He told them exactly what he did. They right. said, you shouldn't have done that. You're suspended for two games. He right. went back home. TMZ months later gets a video of what he did. Yep. <laughs> and then Ray Rice's career was over. Wildfire. Brianna Taylor sleeping in her home when armed police officers murder her, right? Yep. That's an awful, awful, awful thing to do. Terrible. However, there's no footage of that. There's no footage. Right? And that's the factor that I'm talking about. It's Bro. the video, it's the video factor. If but, Santa but, Bland's plight was on video, right. she would be there would there might be a statue already of her somewhere. The and, thing, and, though, and that, the thing, the thing Wendy is touching on is is multi-layered, right? Absolutely. One of the reasons, one of the reasons, uh, black men have a, have um, a lot of trouble essentially supporting or or elevating black women is because we're already at the bottom rung of society, and to now go, uh, uh, you know what, black women, you get ahead of me too is super difficult not to mention ego not to mention all these other things another thing wendy and um i just wanted to piggyback off of what you were saying with respect to the movement it's not only on the victim side of things that that we're not loud enough in support of it's also in the leadership side of things 
Because the reality of the situation is a lot of the stuff going on that you see, a lot of the organization, the things that are necessary but don't get uh, coverage, it's black women doing it. Mm-hmm, black mm-hmm. Lives Matter as a hashtag was a black woman who put that together, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? And so what ends up happening is uh, in times like this, uh, th- their voices get heard but not elevated. What gets elevated is a very eloquent male protester somewhere who says a few things and then he gets elevated. If you even look at um, Martin Luther King's most famous speech, the I Have a Dream speech, that portion of the speech may not have come. It wasn't part of his prepared statement. It was Mahalia Jackson, who was a follower and a fervent supporter of Martin Luther King, who yells in the background, tell them about the dream, Martin. And it now has become his most famous, and I would argue the most famous speech in, uh, in human history. Yeah, that's what's up. Um, and again, it was a black woman who, who, woman who, did, who, who, who instigated him to, to go in that direction. Um, you know, Wendy's bringing up an important point, and it's one that I'm hoping is shifting. I will say this, this generation of women is a lot less likely to um, sit down and be quiet in the back row. So. All right, but I, I will say, uh, on my part, bro, uh, like, I don't want to get too deep because it's a very deep topic. It is. Um, I could say it's a, a generation of toxic relationships with black men and black females. And I'll say black males and black females, that's including sons and mothers. Okay? Um, mothers um okay black males require the new age black women to treat them the same way their mothers would treat them which is very toxic and most um black male mother and and, uh uh, son duo type stuff um the mother always was the strong uh uh uh, not saying that black women are strong now but meaning they took a lot but they didn't. You feel what I'm saying? They didn't. They I think. Didn't. I think one. I think what zero. What one is zeroing in on is the fact that it's hard for black men to do it because they've never seen a black man do it. Yeah. Like. I can, I, but I, I'm not going to say that's an excuse. I'm not saying that's, that's not an excuse. excuse. It's just because like an observation. It is an observation. But I will say, another big chip into why it happens is because black males don't hold other black males accountable. It's a fact. That's just the way it goes. The opposite of any end, just like in Black Lives Matter, okay? If the white group of people are not shouting just as much as the black group, you're not going to get heard. You're not going to get heard. You have to have people that are just as angry, that's not from your culture or from your nation, to be, you know, just as angry or violent. I'm not going to say violent, but very passionate about the topic, just like the person that's being uh, uh, persecuted. That's the way it goes. So when I see a black woman that's not being respected or not being appreciated, it's because there's been a long list of guys that were never checked for mistreating a black woman. I've, I've, I'm not going to say I've witnessed countless times, but I've heard stories of guys just like talking to females crazy in front of a group of other guys. And there's no guy that stands up and says like, yo, you need to chill with that, bro. Like take that somewhere else. Don't talk to us. You don't talk to your female counterpart in front of your boys that way. No guys say that because where did they get that from? Nowhere. And you know, you know 
we live in a very patriarchal society. Mm -hmm. Our church system is patriarchal. Our, our home system is patriarchal. The work environment is patriarchal where the man is the head. And biblically, um, I feel like it gets so taken out of context to because this patriarchal system where whatever a man says is to be um, respected, followed, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, without even understanding like the con I'm do I've gotten into many heated arguments mm -hmm. with men when I say, well, you have to look at the context of the scripture. Like mm -hmm. they were actually referring to, you know, X, Y, and Z, you know, festival or whatever that was happening. Like that has nothing to do with women. You see, those, you see those arguments that you're talking about, Wendy? I've witnessed those arguments and no guy stands up just as passionate as the female. That's the problem. There's you no guy that's standing up with the Bible as saying, yo, females are, are, are a, it's a whole part, it's a partnership. The, it's not the me, the guy. Places, listen, mm -hmm. listen this, this is from what I see and I hope this doesn't offend anybody, mm -hmm. but like, if you look at it, I, I feel like the, biblically speaking, the only place where where it's required that the man is the head is in the home and when in regards to the church everywhere else mm. like so a woman shouldn't be mad trying to change the patriarchal system in the in the church or in the home like oh like the, the mother should be the head like no 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 you can you can like those are the only two places where the men are supposed to be the head it's, it's ordained by god Everywhere else, we're talking about CEOs, presidents of mm -hmm. heads of states. Mm -hmm. Like y'all have, we have, op you have open opportunity to do that uh, every everywhere else. I'm not saying that they're not being held held down in those systems because they very much are. But what I'm saying is, don't fight for it in the church. Like fight for it out. Like we need to fight for it out there because you can do. We can do, get more done out there. I hope I'm saying that correctly. I don't know. I just want to um, strangle you right now because I disagree a little, right? I think that it should be because so, and what, say that, you know, I'm not going to strangle you, Harry, I love you. But, um, <laughs> so growing up as a woman mm -hmm. who was a leader in ministry. Yes. In a, not only a patriarchal Christian system, but mm -hmm. a Asian system, which is like 20 times worse. Um, <laughs> that God uses women the same way he uses, like it, he can use women the same way he uses men. And it's all about his Holy Spirit. And so, you know, this, this thought that just because you're a man means that you're the only one who certain way or your like whatever you say needs to be followed when it's clear that you're going off path. Um, yeah that's I, not true that like I yeah, in a hot like there definitely needs to be a hierarchy completely agree that completely yeah. respect that understand that agree with that but I also think it needs to be emphasized that if things ain't spiritually right that mm -hmm. can go haywire mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. also abuse. absolutely 
the abuse that takes place mm -hmm. in this um, emphasis of patriarchy mm -hmm. is um, astounding. And I think that, that abuse is why we're still having these conversations. Mm -hmm. Why aren't uh, women respected? And, you know, because I'm a Black woman and I see it more prevalent in my Black community, why aren't Black women being, you know, respected? And Rico, you know, I definitely heard you when you said, you know, Black men are already at the bottom, right? And it, it, it just, and, and, you know, it's hard to elevate someone else when you're already at the bottom. Mm -hmm. um, I'm paraphrasing. And that, that automatically I phrase happy wife, happy life. Mm -hmm. And um, I heard like men be like, oh, it's always about the woman. It's always about the woman. But smart men understand if your wife is happy, yeah. she's going to make you happy automatically yeah. because you're keeping her happy. Yeah. It's yeah. not just happy wife, happy life. The wife is happy and that's it. Like that's where it ends. She's the only happy one. But if your wife is happy, she's nurtured, she's respected. If you have a Fine. good, she's going to make sure every day mm -hmm. that feeding into you because you are keeping her and it goes into that system like if our like we already have y'all back mm -hmm, if mm -hmm. y'all had our back even a quarter percent more, mm -hmm. do you understand the mountains we will go to continue to move like we there, there wouldn't be this conversation mm -hmm. that's happening and it, i've had this conversation in different circles so i know if i'm having this conversation in different circles mm -hmm. then Many women are having this conversation, this feeling of confliction. Like, how do I continue to stand for a man who, like, will post on media, like, they don't date us because we're this and we're like, date who you want. Mm -hmm. Don't put us down because yeah. you're supposed to do different or date different. Right? I respect my Black women, but I fell in love with someone else. That's well, right. Man, right? For, I mean, for me, I've I've been raised around dope black women. I've been raised by dope black women. I've been taught by black women. I've been nurtured by not only my mother, but a village of mothers who are all black. You feel me? I've been fed. Look at my fat behind, bro. I've been fed by a village of Haitian mothers and African mothers. So all of this, all of this like, like that those conversations. I'm not going to say I'm like this messiah or anything, bro, but those conversations never been posted on my doorstep where somebody would say, yo, black females, this black female, I would tell them they're crazy. They're crazy because at the end of the day, if we're struggling, if we're struggling, black females are, listen, man, they're, they're, they're going through it. Oh. I'm not going to say a little more, but they're going through it, bro. They're going through it. If black males are getting murdered, who's picking up the pieces? What do you think? If got black guys are getting locked up for false charges, true. who do you think is getting, like, you don't feel me? Like, come on, yeah. wake up. Wake up, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. This is true. Um, Wendy, do, uh, are you still good or do you have to um, step away? I'm good. Okay. Now we hear you. Third time's a charm. Um, so yeah, it is, um, it's pretty clear. Hey, so let's, let's write it down. We're going to have to have a, um, a full episode on this topic. 
um, because yeah, we'll venture into the music. We can go on and on and on about oh, that one yeah. right there. There is, there is, right now there are many levels of things going on in the in the globally, right? Mm -hmm. Obviously, the pandemic forced us to shift our day to day lives in a way that it usually takes decades to change. Mm -hmm. We changed it in a matter of months, weeks. Yeah. Done. Hey, oh, you you used to running around doing it? Nah, we're everybody's sister. Chill and that out. changed in a matter of weeks. Yeah. This right here, the murder of George Floyd, uh, has sparked something that I believe is different. Like, obviously, I wasn't alive for 1968. Obviously, I wasn't alive for um, I'm Black and I'm Proud um, movement. I wasn't alive. I, I was alive, but obviously a very small child um during the public enemy um fight the power area same thing with the la riots we now are in a completely different place very different and it looks like th the conversations being had are police need to change the way they do their job not in a week not in a month not in a couple of days Dang. Right now, mm -hmm. or we're going to turn this entire city upside down, exactly. and that seems to be going on globally. Yeah, I've also picked up on another thing going on, which is us looking in the mirror. Um, I normally don't participate in the "Hey, post this picture and say this thing" um, movement, but I did do that this week mm -hmm. um, because I am a black man and I will build. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just like Wendy just said, I don't know who prompted them to do so. But black women were like, you know what? We're going to get behind this. <laughs> a black woman probably gave the idea. Right. Who said, you know what? This is a positive thing our men are doing. Guess what? We're going to get right behind it. If black women did that, I would not have posted that. Mm. Right? Mm. I'm not going to point the finger at nobody. I'm going to look at myself. For sure. And Facts. Facts. the reality of the situation is, <clears throat> um, and I guess let's just move the way God pushes us to move. Um, th there's an issue of masculinity, right? Which is mm -hmm. to say that if you're a man who's doing things um, the quote-unquote right way, your lady won't even want to speak up. She'll be nice. taken care of. All her stuff will be done. She won't have nothing she really wants to do. And so if you have a woman who's doing a lot of talking and out on the streets, it's because you're not handling your business as a man. Um, that obviously isn't true, but the reality of the situation is that is the understanding of what masculinity is, which is to say a content woman doesn't have much to say. Mm. Um, and so the difficulty becomes in, in um, and I'm going to go ahead and say it, it's a lot of weak dudes who have a lot to say. Right? There's, this, there's, this, um, there's a saying that only a hit dog hollers. Mm -hmm. If a woman comes out and she says something that is true, right? The people who have the most criticism for that woman are the ones she's talking about. Yep. Mm -hmm. They're usually the most critical. They're usually the ones oh. who have um, animosity and the most energy for that woman. So, you know, one of the things I've, I've been fascinated with, um, with this particular movement, this particular shift, of uprisings and different things like that. It's not just the marches. We've seen that before. Mm -hmm. Never in all 50 states, never in 18 countries, but we've seen marches before. That's not really remarkable. What is remarkable is the 360-degree shift people are looking to make, where they say, 
police change how you do things, right? There's a reason why you don't see a bunch of videos of police officers planting evidence on people. It's because the police have made it clear, yo, if you get caught doing that, you're going to jail, mm. right? So there's no, you're not going to see a lot of footage of, give me one second. Handling his business with the kids. That's what's <laughs> up. Zoom, zoom from home. This That's is tough. But he uses the bed next to me to do backflips. It's not going to work for the dad. <laughs> um, sorry. And so that that is one level of things where you don't see that. And so moving forward, I want to. I want. I want the over policing, brutalizing, and killing of of black people and and people of color by police to become far less, uh, excuse me, a much bigger deal. Because it, obviously it's not that yet. On the flip side of things is um, the cultural shift that's happening. Where we're going, here's a list of 150 Black-owned businesses. If you need food, if you need X, Y, and Z, reach 100%. out to me. And then on the, on the one-to-one relational side of things, where we're going, you know what? This thing of like me getting online and I got a whole lot of negative stuff to say about people that look like me, I'm not doing that no more. And and that part of it, of this movement, is what excites me the most. Um, I hate the fact that a man had to be tortured and died on camera for us to get to this place. Um, But um, with my actions, I'll make sure he didn't die in vain. Most definitely. I I really, um, at the end, though, because it sounds like we're shifting, sounds like we're making a transition to what's next, right? What do we do, right? Um, to me personally, um, we, we have to police our own, like, um, and I was the same person I was talking to last night about what's sparking this outrage and everybody stepping up. I had, had the same question. Are we going to hold ourselves accountable when um, somebody, you know, we're putting our own knees on our brother's neck. Right. Yep. And what, what comes to my mind immediately is, um, um, the Moses story. Right. So, you know, Moses kills the Egyptian God cause he sees him beating his brother. Right. So Moses kills that dude, and, you know, we know how that goes. He buries a guy, nobody knows nothing at that moment. Moses turns around, he sees his brothers fighting now, right? His people that look like him, they fighting now. And he's, yo, what are you doing? What, what you, you know, he's trying to police them, and everybody is, yo, so what you going to kill us like you did the dude the other day, huh? Mm-hmm. Right? So when we try to hold us, are we going to be able to hold ourselves accountable? Are we, you know, it's a masculine thing, right? Nobody likes to be told what to do at all. Right. Nobody does. But when it comes down to when we're policing our own, that's what's going to have to happen. We're going to have to be able to do that. We're going to have to have these one-on-one conversations that we don't have. I was really glad that guy called me uh, yesterday. I literally haven't really spoken to him in a very long time, personally, but we were able to have this conversation, right? What are we doing now? What are we doing in the future? What are we doing to protect our woman and to, to raise our kids up the right way? So Policing our own, it sounds like that's exactly, you know, my thing, my next step is we got to be able to get to a place where we can police our own, protect ourselves, and, you know, feed ourselves, man, become our own economy. Most definitely, I, I was going to say, uh, the, the thing that makes me most excited about this is, uh, you know, in Hebrews chapter 11, is considered the, the Faith Hall of Fame. So they give you a whole list of names of people like, by faith, Abraham, by mm-hmm. faith, by faith, by faith, by faith, by faith, they yeah. did this, they did that. By faith, Cardi B. 
<laughs> and so near the towards the end of the chapter, if I'm not mistaken, it says something to the effect of these all died in faith, not receiving the promise. Yeah. Yeah. Some for, for in some way, shape, or form, the people who are active in a, a great change, they have this great sense that what I'm doing is going to have a powerful effect, but I'm not going to see it happen. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be there when it, when, when the cha- when the great change happens. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like our predecessors had the same attitude. I believe Martin Luther King said something to that effect. He's like, I may not be there when y'all get there, mm-hmm. but it's like, he said something to that effect. Yeah. And so I feel like this new generation of people, we're not on that same wave. Mm-hmm. Like by faith, we have this, we have this, we're going to do this. And but like, they're like, you, you know, they're like, like, damn it, we're gonna, we're not gonna not see this. We're not gonna die not seeing this. This is going, and like Rico said, they're wanting to happen. They're wanting this to happen now, yesterday. They're right. They want it right now. Yeah. And I think that's what's different. Like folk are waiting. Folk are 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 fighting for this to happen right now. They're not gonna be like our predecessors that said. You know, you know, we're probably gonna die, and this is gonna happen after we're long gone. But like, nah, we're not, we're not, we're not in for that. They, there's a different and a new perspective that they had on this. They're they're not gonna die before seeing this. They're going to die living it, and that's and that's it. That that's what they want to see. I think along um, with policing, our own is becoming united to the point that we actually can police our own. I feel like we're getting there, but as a black community, we are so disjointed. And it is- No, that's an entirely different episode right there we can speak on as well, because that has to come to the forefront. I, I think that is the most crucial first step of how to get things to change. Like we are not that generation the bus boycott started in December of 55. It lasted until December of the next year. A year 381 days. Yeah. Of people not taking the bus. The majority. There were still those, some who still did. But of them not take a year and over not taking the bus. Do we still have that? And Listen, they didn't have social media. They, like, you know, telephones weren't as prevalent and easily accessible. Like, they didn't have none of the technology that we have today. But they did it. Mm-hmm. They did. Um, they connected with whatever sort of, you know, communication systems that they had. And, you know, all across that South. They made it happen. Man, you see how hard it was people to put their Gucci belts away when we was going after Gucci for a while? You oh, see how difficult that was for everybody before, to do? Before, before, before. Um, so, yes, right now you got some voices who are black screaming all lives matter. You got some voices saying, hey, if y'all were um, pulled up your pants and were more polite with the police, you wouldn't have any problems. We have to ignore those voices. I'm presently proud of us. I'm proud of what we've done. I'm proud of the pressure that we're applying. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually working with some people um, behind the scenes trying to get 
actual, again, back to the boring documents put together so that we can submit them and have them looked at and make them official um, documents. Um, for me, what am I hoping to get out of this? What am I hoping the next steps are? It's that um, the over-policing and brutalizing uh, of people of color specifically, but you know, if you uh, um, in general becomes as big a deal or even more of a problem as planting evidence, as police officers stealing money. Um, these things are treated with a zero tolerance thing and I want that to happen um, with policing. And you can already see the shift happening. Now, granted it's being recorded and so that's what's getting the most attention, but you know, the days of police officer shoves elderly man onto the ground, his head cracks open, gets an immediate response. Bro. The days of, uh, you know, uh, there's a police officer in Philadelphia who actually has currently been immediately suspended. He was involved in a corruption case in 2010. There's footage of him taking a baton to people's head. Immediately the response happened. Hmm. Oh, he's on desk duty. We're looking at, no, 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 no. None these things won't get him out of here. And so my hope is this shift that we're experiencing isn't because it's currently um, being filmed or whatever the case may be. I'm hoping this is a permanent shift away to the abuses of power that became normal over the past few decades. And it starts with us. It starts and with us. Let me say this real, real quick. Um, it, it, it was really comical to see. Um, I went to the protest on Friday, and as I was walking up, um, a white woman and her teenage son was walking along with us, and the National Guards were standing out there with their AKs. She was so pissed off at the sight of the National Guard. White rage. <laughs> a white rage. <laughs> this is this is ridiculous. And they hear this is protest but because they were being policed mm -hmm. she was infuriated yep and, uh, me and my friend we we're just welcome walking. to our world exactly we yep. were walking along like well we're so used to being policed this but because she was now being policed mm -hmm. the was recording with her like she, yo sis was pissed off <laughs> because now they're getting a taste of what it's like to live in our shoes for this hot second however long these protests last that they're becoming a part of these protests um i think that is also helping impact changes because now they're talking about police the police police the police and, right. like, Listen, I, and, and i promise i'm gonna be quiet after this but it's important right I'm not here to elevate um, um, uh, our Caucasian uh, uh, brothers and sisters too much, but their presence is important. For sure. Why? Because when it's just us, yeah, we're just complaining about something. Just pull your pants up and be more respectable. Yeah. When it's just women saying, "Hey, what's happening in the workplace isn't okay," yeah. they're just complaining, complaining, and behind the scenes they say, "Well, you should be in the home anyway." When it's men who jump in and say, "Hey," I don't like what's happening. Obviously, we got to listen to whatever's happening. Mm -hmm. Back to the civil rights era, um, the famous murders of uh, Cheney, Goodman, and, and uh, excuse me, Schwerner um, essentially got national attention. Why? Because although the murder of civil rights workers was happening a long time before, 
when you take two white men and you kill them, that gets a lot of attention. Oh, and yeah. it actually leads to the dismantling of the KKK and all types of other things. Because mm. the reality of the situation is brown and black bodies being brutalized is one thing. Once you start cracking the skulls of white college students and different things like that, you're now dealing with a different thing. Because sure. now it becomes, you see what we were saying? Do you see what we're, what we're dealing with kind of thing? And there was a, 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 a white girl too that, that lost her life uh, by, uh, I think it was pepper spray or take, uh, tear gas. Yeah. Tear gas. A yeah, little white girl yeah, had asthma and she passed away. Crazy. So this is this, so this is not a joke. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. this is real deal and they're seeing it. You know what I mean? We've been losing our lives for this stuff for centuries. Now that you're losing some of yours, you see, and then I'm, I'm not being, you know what I mean? I'm not being. No, you're not being morbid. You're just, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I'm just showing, this is our reality. This is yeah. our reality through protests. Like, these things weren't cute. Like, we were losing our lives and, like, come on. Like, this is real life. And I'm glad that everybody's seeing this. You know, somebody said this on social media once. Is that not, the elephant wasn't in the room. It was there the whole time. It's yeah. just that y'all yeah. turned your back on it. Now, you, you, like, you have to see. It's right there now. You have to deal right. with it. So I'm glad that we're at this point right now. Um, before before we end, um, Rico, I think when we were talking about uh, Ahmed Arbery's case, you mentioned something about the state of Georgia not having hate crimes, but you also mentioned where you can submit information to to start getting the ball rolling about it. Were, were you mentioning some sort of information or um, something that was being signed? I will, uh, I'll include it in the, in the show link. There's a variety, and again, this is back to the, the shift in the energy that I, I, I love to see. It's not simply um, post a black square. It's not simply uh, re-put the hashtag. People are saying, here are three to five specific things that need to be done. Yeah. One of them being, and, I'm, and we'll include it in the show links, is signing a petition to have civil, excuse me, federal hate crime charges put on these two uh, uh, killers in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Because again, Georgia has no hate crime um, statute. So uh, my suspicion is, is this black woman prosecutor who um, I'm gonna look up her name as well, would, would have charged them with a hate crime by, by tomorrow morning, but it just doesn't exist. So there is a petition out there to have federal hate crime um, statutes placed on these gentlemen, which I believe is deserved, I do. Yeah, for sure. Sure. All right, y'all. Sounds good, man. Uh, I'm glad y'all tuned into this. Please subscribe to this on YouTube. Subscribe to it on your 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 Apple directory. Uh, we're gonna keep uh, giving you guys content about what's going on from our perspective. Uh, glad you were here to to talk this over with us. Uh, thank one Rico D and Wendy. Get the strap. Get the strap. Get the strap. Yo, your input is so, so, so good and so legally. Good. <laughs> so, this is this is beyond the walls, y'all. Catch us on the next one. Yeah.